everybody. Welcome back to Urban Hermit. Cameron Jones here, your hostess with the mostess, also with my co-host. I was trying. I don't know. I was trying to come up with a coastess with the co-hostess. Yeah, Mark I came, uh, something boastess. Jordan Jones. Excellent. It's another week here of the Urban Hermit <laughs> Podcast. Way, way to be on the tip of the sword, these two, everybody. <laughs> In uh, current event news, I have a dog named Luca. And oh, yeah, what the fuck? And he's super. Uh, he's a standard poodle. Uh, he's a big guy. He's 60-ish pounds, 61 pounds, so he's pretty big. He's half of a human. So is it going to get quite a bit How bigger? How old is he? He's two and a half, so he's pretty much as big as he's going to get. But he, oh, that's walks, good. he walks like a toddler still, and he's clumsy. Like, you know so he's that still fil- a puppy? You, yeah, you know that Phil Collins deer like dun, 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 video? He's that everywhere. Like he walks into you. Like, going I have up no his, idea of the video. It's like a video. You know the Phil Collins like in I the air tonight? I know the song, yeah, for sure, yeah. It's oh, like Jordan, a famous, you have to, it's a, you have it's to see this video. It's a famous meme of a deer like walking through like a kid's slide and stumbling over everything. Oh, to no, I drums. don't know that at all. It sounds exactly I thought you were, like I thought you were referencing film. the actual music video. I'm like, hmm. That, that, no, no. I must have missed that. No, it's that a meme. Does it's not a, ring a bell. It's it's some young kid culture shit. The point is, he's pretty clumsy, but he's a good kid. He doesn't bark at all. Um, he he, he does, like he okay. So his former owners were like older and long term COVID. They yeah, give, they give, died. Give me, give me the no, background. Okay, they were just on they, how and why and when. They were, and they were too sick and old to continue taking care of him. Essentially, so he grew up with old people. So he's just very gentle and quiet and huh. just. He's a lap duck. He just likes to just lay on you on the couch, pretty much. So it's been good. Have they been the with cat? How, yeah, have they been with the kitty cats? He's great. He's just very curious and sniffing, and he wants to be their friend. But they're you know terrified and hissing and uh, they're they're getting close to each other now. They're like in the same room and they can like sit near each other, but they're not gonna be friends for a few more weeks for sure. Yeah, they'll but, coexist eventually. But they're slowly yeah getting in the same room. But it's just reminding me of other relate. Like we had a dog uh, growing up very briefly named Prince, and he just never acclimated to the cats. He well, would just drag. He shit also out. didn't acclimate to the family and the well, life. Well, I've had- never. I, I've known you for how many years? I've never heard of Prince. You didn't know we were, Prince? We were no. friends during the time. Like you oh, probably met him. We had a dog for. There's no way I met Prince. A couple months. Couple probably months had it for like half a half a year, maybe. But it was winter well, months. That's why. That's true. We got Winter it in months. fall, and it exited our lives everywhere. in spring. It was well, pretty it rough. did. It shit all over the house, but also terribly. It ate kitty litter, so it would just drag kitty litter all over the house. It it, it was it barked. It was aggressive. It was hyper. It escaped constantly. <laughs> Cameron, uh, Cameron, I really wanted a dog as a kid, so my parents tested him out, like with a few like beginner pets and he failed at every corner they got him a fish fish died they got him another fish they get then one of my sisters took it over megan uh then they got him a guinea pig don't talk about the yeah that was about don't bring that up that guinea pig might still be alive or god you know whatever so that (laughs) guinea pig was around for a while uh, and then they're like all right you've shown your true dogs let's get you a really (laughs) dumb dog so we took him to where you get dogs and they gave cameron the choice and he had the choice between. It like, was my birthday. He he pretty much explained the scenario what we could have had this house trained puppy of like two years old 
but you're going to love Miss Perfect. But it was a golden retriever, just picturesque, right? Oh, there were like two different golden retrievers I remember. They were housebroken, pretty young. There were two, but I was Blue adamant. Blue dog. I yeah. was like, I want like a puppy. I want it to be young and know yeah. nothing. I'm going to imprint on this and train so it. I think a, this that was my dog, thought process. I think this dog came up, pissed on our shoes, and then humped a leg. And he's like, that's the one. Let's get that. <laughs> that's honestly what happened. It peed on the floor, and I'm like, that one doesn't know a thing. We can teach it so much. Well, anyway, uh, selfishly, selfishly, I'm excited for this new dog because your cats just want nothing to do with me. I tried. They kind of are indifferent, but they definitely won't chill with me. His name's Luca. He's super friendly. He's very friendly. Yeah, what's so what's no that about Luca? It's pre-named. I mean, and I'm. Oh, can I, can I, can I bring it, it back to his name? So I try. I've got a follow-up <laughs> question for Mark because I want to. I want to ask more questions and just answer. But I can I say something that I selfishly told Megan after we found out the dog's name was Luca. What's that? So we're trying to come up with kids' names for a baby, and I'm like, oh, thank God Luca wasn't in the running, because I would have hate to lost it to a dog. <laughs> At the same time, that'd be pretty funny, because we ain't changing. There's but nothing better, though, than like an animal with a person's name, like Dave, like just a dog named Dave. Dave. Like, hey, Jason, over here. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, you had dogs growing up, didn't you? Yeah, I had a Cocker Spaniel growing up. Real yappy, real, real, didn't like anybody but the family. I gotta Google it. I don't know what any dog is. Uh, Tough to bring Mark, people that, over. That dog alone probably kept the OxyClean carp like company alive. The amount of shit, <laughs> the amount of shit that took inside. Oh, that's not what I pictured. Cocker Spaniel. Is that what it looks like? It's a pretty dog. Yeah, yeah. They're cute. They're beautiful. Yeah. It's just they're. He was a he was a window yappy dog a little bit. He uh, he was a little uh, aggressive about people walking by. If I recall. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then there was Tucker, the little fucker. <laughs> Wait, why, why do I remember Tucker? Was, was that your aunt's dog that came over? Was, that was someone's <laughs> dog. We were dog sitting for Tucker, my grandparents. Fucker. And it was just, that's what we dubbed, just Tucker, the little fucker. <laughs> Tucker, that fucker. I do remember him. I was like, wait a minute, whose dog was that? Why do I recall? Chris Reimer had a bunch of dogs growing up. His parents Oh, yeah, they, yeah. He had three dogs that were, what were they? Were they Shih Tzus? No, they weren't. It was like what Lacey, Macy, and Tracy or something like Roxy, that. Rocky, Roxy. <laughs> Rocky. I don't. I don't remember anymore. But there were three little dogs that <laughs> it might have been never liked like, me. It might have been something like Macy, Lacey, and like Doug or something. Like just, <laughs> just, one, one, just one, one guy. <laughs> the only sure uh, I, the type of dog just based off look that I want, but I know I wouldn't do its <laughs> lifestyle justice. Like a husky. Are those? I chill? know, right? Those no, they're very active dogs. Yeah, I've always said this. They're beautiful dogs. They have piercing eyes, but you need to be an active person to have anything like that. And I'm oh, not. that leads me to my first dog question for you. What's the walking situation like? You got to walk them. Oh well, interesting. Okay, so he's a pretty confident dog. He's very nice, but he's really skittish outside. So like any noise, he's just kind of jerking around. So like he doesn't really lead too much right now. He's just like kind of up against your side. So like. He's not big on going outside. He's, he's he likes to he's a couch potato. He just likes to hang out inside for the most part, which That's is my type of dog. Which is kind of a problem right now though, because he doesn't have any verbal signals of when he has to go to the bathroom. Oh, so so he, just he has had quite a few accidents, and we have puppy pads around, but we we don't know what his word is yet. We've tried his cue, yeah. It's, we've never had I've never had a dog that hasn't liked the word outside or walk. Like we'll say it, and he'll just look at us, and we'll, like we'll go outside, and he just doesn't. Does Care, want to be there? Does the dog know its name? Like, does it respond to Luca? Yeah, that's like almost the. That's almost the only thing it kind of does know. So Luca not, is a hundred percent off like my names for a baby now. Yeah, okay, that's cool. mine. We own that one. You can't have it. <laughs> you could try Lucas and like go off brands of my dog, but I don't want it too close. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, that got me. That got me. <laughs> Uh, that got me. That got me. So, um, you guys just at home witnessed our first improv. Cameron doesn't even have a dog. That's just how often. No, he does. He does. He does. How impressive would that have been? That would have been a hell of an improv. Just lying, I suppose. But it was okay. So, the walks for me, though, I will say it's been appreciated just because I don't count steps, but I need to get something in. Because, I mean, I have a work at home job. I really don't get much movement other than like to the car to do things like podcasts and like have band practice where I'm standing in place. So, I'm getting some miles in now, just like taking 20, 30 minute walks like once or twice a day that's always good an excuse to exercise uh but that will be disappearing a little bit soon because nicole and i I have been pricing like you know fencing kind of the backyard finishing that off and that'll be the end of that i hate to break it i think fencing is pretty expensive oh it's very expensive so we're gonna i mean we're for sure gonna get just like one of those long kind of leash like poles in the ground just a stick in the law yeah, but I mean, we do want to like finish getting some sort of like, even if it's just like a cheaper chain link situation, just to have him roam free back there. But yeah, it's been good. It's fun. Um, but- I'm gonna reference uh, your guys's dog. It's Chris Reimer's dog, but Atticus. Uh, they had a dog right, when they first moved into Chicago, and then it only died a few years ago, right? But it just. Um, oh, is that recent? Yeah. R.I.P. Atticus. Uh, Megan went over. She's like, I want to go on a run with Atticus. And I'm like, no, no don't do that. You don't want to do that. She's Atticus like, no, it'll be fun. To take. <laughs> not at all. He just, everything he wanted to sniff and anything that was not, anything that was alive was just a really big deal. She's like, I was like, how was it? And she goes, Who's, this is awful. For listener content out there, Atticus was a great dog for everyone that he lived with. He was a cuddler. He was just very protective and very territorial. Therefore, Inside the house, he was chill with me. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was just a cuddler. He was also just like a big lap dog. But if you took him out on a walk, he was just aggressive with anybody that got too close. So trying to take him for a walk, I'm sure he would just lunge at anybody that got near him. So it wasn't the person to take him with. I am curious about our dog, if it will be a jog workout dog nicole wants to take him to the forest preserve and go through like a forest hike but it's been just rainy and will be for the foreseeable future from what i've heard so he's got the best lawn on the block and you know why because he trains his dog to crap in my yard (laughs) you keep a horse in the basement fucking rumsfeld Uh, jordan you haven't owned any pets since since moving out of uh of the house i i'm up to three now it's getting weird Megan doesn't like pets, so we don't have pets. A fish? Anything just for looks, you know? Fish are just decoration. Yeah, we talked about it last week, but... I don't want to have to feed my decoration. You had a pet rat for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, it was more of like an adversary, but one of us was not going to live through the night. I'm just glad that we won. If Again, if you're, if you're following up on our episodes, picture... Um, what are the what, what, what do they call it in uh, Princess Bride? Those really large oh, rats meat- of unusual size, or yeah, that's what we were dealing with. It was it was just a real or like big the problem. Nutcracker, like yeah, yeah, it is like the yeah, it's exactly like that. <laughs> the Keith or Sutherland of rats. It was the um, rat prince. Okay, I, I'm gonna switch topics. I had a thought today. I've 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 recently started a new job, right? Right. And I'm still in the onboarding bringing in process correct mm-hmm. and i hope to stretch this for as long as i can i hope i'm the new guy for two years and they never expect <laughs> anything out of me right that's where i'm coming from but it occurred to me isn't it crazy that we expect the president to do anything right away well like, I mean, how I long are they like... new at their job for when do they actually know what's going on i know the state of the union doesn't happen for like a year 
But there's nothing that could prepare you for that job in any way. And I, I, unless you were like the vice president or like secretary of state, right? I mean, Jordan, I think people, I mean, it's a joke now, but oh, thanks, Obama. I mean, yeah, I think it's common. People have been, you know, blaming administrations, you know, wrongly for you forever. No, no, I know they get blamed, but I'm saying that they're whatever the hell the actual job is, when do they get used to it? How long does that take? I don't know if you ever do. You just never do. Well, it's like, I mean, imagine running for, like, let's say something as simple as, like, fifth grade class president. You promise vending machines full of Capri Sun for the whole grade. And then, Pop will be and in then the you drinking get elected, and, then and then you're like, fuck, I, I got to put this. my money where my mouth is. Like, I will I, get us one extra recess. <clears throat> yeah, no. No, you're not. I, I guess I'm no, thinking about Jeremy. it more like this. How long does it take to just to get their daily routine of I go to this building, to this building? Two months. Two months and they're good? Yeah. So you're saying that I'm definitely good for two months for my job then? Yeah, for sure. Of being a little... Con- well, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I, don't ever feel, I don't know if I'd ever feel at home in like the living quarters of like the White House. Like, well, yeah. Like that's- just, uh, like scratching my balls and like just getting no. up and walking naked down the hallway and like, oh, hey, hey Tim. Yeah. yeah, and that's where I'm having a little conflict here, Jordan. When I say like... I'm not. I'm saying two months for the president. I'm, I'm not oh, saying no. two months for you. I think oh, there's no. quite... You're- I'm saying there's quite a difference of stress level and just getting used to something. I'm saying about two months for him, and he's probably, you know, like, used to the routine, at least, getting used to. They're really hitting the ground running, though, as where I, I'm now. Half a year, six months, six months, then he's, then he's like, then he's getting comfortable. Well, I thought about this. Okay, so you know when you, t- no matter what position you start at a new place of business, there's always somebody that's been there longer, and they know how everything works. Right. And they may be above you or below you in, like, the hierarchy of command. Mm-hmm. So when you're the president, it's got to be annoying that there's like people that are staffers is like, oh, you don't know how to do this, but you can't act like that. But they obviously know what you should do more than you do. I can't even imagine. I'm sure it's super embarrassing. I mean, I've been at my job yeah, like for the, five years and there's so many things I just can't ask anymore because I have to know it. <laughs> so here's my bigger question based off that. Nobody should be able to be president. It's an, like, how do you even do it? I don't think you can. I've often thought this. Here's my idea to switch up the new president. Uh, it's just signed to somebody. Like, it has to be someone who doesn't want it. Like, ah, jury shit. duty. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to do this. But oh, it has to be fuck. someone, someone qualified, like a scientist. Like all of a sudden, like Bill Nye. I'm like, ah, shit. I have to be the president for like, let's say two years since it's like jury duty. Like, we're serving you. You got to be the president. But you're a level-headed guy. You're not. You're not a power-hungry guy. That's what we got to do. Yeah. What do you think until you like, get power. You well, can't be president until you have to be over 35. What do you think about that age limit? You want to be older, younger? I think I we should know. maybe also put a cap on it. I think that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, maybe, there's got to be a cap. Let's maybe say there's 35 to 60. Let's make it just that golden range of people who are, who are well, you know, someone like us. the national like, age of retirement? It's like 65 probably. You can't work past the age of retirement. Okay, essentially, though, we're looking for people that feel like us. We are not young anymore. We're out of touch, but we're not old. You know, we, we still kind of know what's going on. That's what I'm looking for in the president. I don't know okay, what I'm looking zoomer. for anymore. Um, <sighs> you know what's crazy, though? On day one, you know what they do now, though? Day <laughs> one. Think about day one at your new job. You're like, oh, sweet. Get in the Twitter user handle and password shits over. Get in my Instagram POTUS Instagram. No, no, no. They're not even do that. They're signing executive orders. They're like, I'm going to sign 30 executive orders now on my first day. That's I'm gonna true. take it easy. This is an early out day. Just log it's only in. 9 a.m. I'm taking yeah, a tour. I'm I'm learning everybody's names. I'm finding out their favorite color just to get some association with the staff. So I, I can't. And then get tonight an I'm right attending now? three balls. 
like, yeah, ga- like galas. Okay. Anyway, we're not like the presidents, but I'm just saying it's dumb oh, that they not get at all. Uh, Jordan, I can't. Uh, the amount of things they have to go to, I hate things. I uh, I avoid things at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that was gonna be great content, but I don't know if it was. My that's my bad, guys. How's that dog going? He's fine. He's downstairs right now. We've been trying to force uh, them together just because. So the, I've been living on the first half with the cats and we just recently opened the door. But the second day of the door being opened, they get the whole like, you know, basement level kitchen living room. Uh, we has put it, a dog down there. Has so, it brought your cats closer together, though? And that's like now us versus them? No, because anytime there's a trauma, they just fight each other out of fear and confusion. So, oh no, yeah. So I can't be the weakest. All right, that makes sense. So essentially, that's what's happening. That they just get confused and just bad at each other too. But they're it's getting better. Honestly, it's only like three, four. It's only four days, and they're already within the same room and sitting next to each other. So that's pretty, pretty huge. So you texted me last. Sorry, you, Jordan, you, you, go on. No, no, no. I was going to say nothing. No, well, I just, <laughs> I just think Poodle, I think of like kind of crazy hairdos. You can do anything crazy with the hairdos. Oh, oh, I, oh, honestly, I am a little excited about this. I wasn't like, I'm not like, I'm, I wasn't looking for a Poodle uh, particular, but we needed something hyperallergenic. But uh, the fact that he, you can do fun things, I would just like him to have like, you know, a normal look. Unfortunately, part of the last owner not being able to take care of him, his hair was kind of matted. So they just had to shear him down pretty short right now. So his hair looks kind of... Just buzzed off and patchy. So looks like a lamb. Yeah, he doesn't look great. So I'm looking forward to the next few weeks that we can actually shape him into a nice little chia. Right now you're like Keanu Reeves, some speed, but you want to see what happens when he's Johnny Utah. You want to let it. You want to yeah, let it flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want to get that down, which is which is going to be real nice. Um, yeah, but it's 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 it's, it's exciting stuff. They're getting used to each other. I'm trying to Whoa. think though. It took how many weeks? Did it? it took like two weeks for my two cats to get used to each other though? Right, Mark? Well, it didn't take too long. Well, yeah, it was interesting because Jax was the size of like your palm, yeah, and like Finster just kind of had to deal with like having a little baby around. He almost was a big brother in that sense, which is a huge change because now but... it's like a sixty-five pound beast that they are just terrified of. So like <laughs> they're being less—he's uh, being less of a dick because I mean like he would he'll he would he'll lose he would lose like he just can't do that. Oh, so they they kind of know that they're. They're not the uh, Finster's not the alpha anymore. He knows oh, they that. they one hundred percent know that. Yeah, they're terrified, Mark. <laughs> it is weird though. Um, at at one one of our parents' cats was a really big. I'm gonna say the name like the breed. It's a Maine Coon cat, and mm-hmm. I know that because mom brings it up so much. And that that one stayed the alpha no matter what animal was there. True. It was a. Uh, it would swipe at any dog. And be like, this is my house. I'm well, the alpha. They were always called very dog like cats. They follow you around and they're territorial. But uh, not at all nice. No. Just to switch up the topic a little bit, it's just been raining in Chicago for days, and I've been looking at the weather. It's supposed to rain for a few more. Uh, my fiance and I are just indulging in it, and we've just been having video game movie nights, which is why on our previous episode of What You're Watching, I have a bunch of material. But just question to you guys. We've talked about good like storm movies before for like snow, but do you have a good uh, rainy movie, just dreary day rain movie? Um, like the movie itself has a lot of rain or no, not necessarily are- just like on a rainy day, you don't want to go outside and it's like a good movie to put on. Jordan, I- you want to, you want to take the wheel? So mine often reflect the type of weather it is outside. Mm-hmm. So off the top of my dome, I'm a, uh, dead poet society. Okay. A, uh, uh, good real- hunting. I feel like those are also all seasons, uh, movies kind of too. 
That's true, but you know they're damp. All, all, all encompassing. Those are good fall movies, though. They've, those have made our fall movie list before. On on a rainy day, you know it feels good to me. Actually, it's mm. Finding Neverland. Okay, I get that. That's actually I I, I turn to the whimsical coming of age movies. Honestly, that that's a good one. Um, oh, what was mine? Uh, oh, this is kind of a weird one. And Mark, you might be able to relate to this. And I just watched this the other day because it was rainy. But Moana, the Disney movie, and here's how interesting. It, here's how it got on that list, though. We were recording uh, our band's album in the studio, and Sunday was our day off, and everyone was super hungover, and it was just kind of a rainy day. And that was when Moana came to streaming, and we just happened to rent it, watched it, and it just kind of like uh, nostalgically just got also incepted in there that like when I'm feeling hungover or a rainy day, you watch Moana. Nice, I like that, Jordan. I can agree with you on those sort of somber. Kind of fall, I guess melancholy, movie, melancholy movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I can see October I, Sky being in one of those. October for you. Sky is definitely right on that on that uh, that same playing field. I would say a rainy day movie binge is good for like uh, like a Harry Potter marathon or like Lord of the Rings. I could do that. Yeah, watch a couple of those. I don't know why good. this is going to maybe be a little controversial for you guys, but it's also sometimes what I could just feel like watching like an Argo or a Munich or just something that's kind of more serious. That's like a one, one of those movies that you're like, Ooh, that was great. But I don't really feel like watching it again for some reason on rainy days. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a little melancholy. Let's watch something real sad. I do that all the time. What's what, what out of those movies? What's the one you think you could go back to the most has the most rewatchability. Out of which one? Let's not necessarily say Holocaust movies, but let's maybe say some like oh. Holocaust. I'm going to say some hostage 70s terroristy movies like your Argo, your Munich. Kind of a heavy subject matter, but not. Let's not go all the way to Schindler's uh, well, List. Well, it's definitely not Schindler's List or no. The Piano or the Jacob's Ladder. I think Dead Poets is. That's probably it for me. It's a good. That's a good. That's a heavy hitter. Well, I don't know. I watched some saying specifically. Got to be Holocaust movies. <laughs> Are you saying specifically like hostage movies? <laughs> kind of, I guess, because I'm thinking more like, Argo and Munich. Yeah, more of those. Well, okay. Argo is by far way more watchable than Munich because it's like I've kind only seen of an it update. Once. It's, it's much. It's got way more humor. Munich has maybe none. Mm, no, probably not. God, that is such a good movie. But weirdly enough, I have seen Munich like. Five Schindler's times. List a pretty big downer still from the last time I watched it. I feel like Defiance. You know I kind of want to start there. What's that? Oh, Defiance. Uh, Band of Brothers. That's a good one-off, like, Ooh, it's been long enough that I could get back into that. And you know what none of us are ever going to rewatch? The Pacific. The Pacific. You know what? You might be the only person in this conversation that actually finished it, though. I watched all of it. It's good. It's good. It's just not as good as... The format change just threw me off that I was like, this isn't what I signed up for. I was like... Well, you had less central characters. You had, like, three. Which is honestly probably better, though, because the whole complaint of Band of Brothers is, like, I'm kind of losing track of what's going on, you know? Yeah. But you get there. Um, Band of Brothers back into that. How? I mean, the Pacific. When you make it to Eagle's Nest, you're like, fuck yeah. Um, it's pretty long. Oh, and when that guy gets shot after surviving the whole war, the anger. Mm. It's rough. It's rough. Um, I got. Uh, can I give a baby size update? Of course you can. And also, uh, also something I learned about the baby size. Can you guess what we're at now? What were we at before? We were at a pear? Summer squash. Uh, we went from a pear. Uh, we didn't record last week. We got to the size of a pomegranate or large onion. We went with pomegranate. Uh, yeah, large onion. I'm going wanna... grapefruit. That makes sense. Is that right? Is that why? No, no. I'm going to tell you what I learned about this. It is the size of a cucumber now, 
And I'm like, what? Come on. Nope. Le- listen, length? it turns out it turns out really we're only me- we're only measuring length this whole time. It's just been oh, length. son of a. Oh. I didn't know they that whole time. Say, they have to tell you that. For I wish no, I would have specified that. There's no girth in there at all, huh? That doesn't even calculate. No, no girth. That hasn't been girth. I'm like, because what are we huh. doing here? We're getting spheres. So it's all just been from a length perspective. That makes a lot specifically of- talking about a five and a half inch. Cucumber, which isn't, is a good size. Isn't that that's a little a good more size. reassuring? Though, that's average like, size. I mean, that's average size. That's fine. Be, that's you should fine. be proud of that. You isn't should be that proud a little of more that. like reassuring though to when we went to that weird pear to avocado where we were like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. my updates and, will be linked, and then I think it'll just someday, like five months from now, be a baby. I'm actually still a little confused about that pear now that I'm thinking about it because shouldn't that be lengthwise like going up? That should be really tall. Or is that not the height know. of it? All I can they tell you get... this week we're at a, a five and a half inch cucumber. They got to yeah. throw out the fruit the fruit method, the fruit system, and just, just tell me the length because <laughs> we can't keep doing this fruit fruit vegetable thing because I, <laughs> I am just picturing a pear-shaped baby. Baby, I mean, yeah, we all were. I mean, well, I mean, what else could you do, though? It'd be funny if they were just doing weird regulation balls from sports we don't know like you know start ping pong we get baseball softball but like there's gonna be some sport i have no idea about that you know i mean we definitely had to be the size of a ping pong or golf ball at some point and baseball probably now we're past all that camera we're talking cucumber but then, if shit. we're just talking length and not even size at all he could have just been like number two pencil Height, <laughs> which is fine yeah. which is fine which is fine <laughs> average size it's okay <laughs> uh, i was making dick jokes yeah dick jokes are fun Needle dicks. Uh, I'm not even I just watched, I just watched uh, the beginning. Are we watch, watching or are we on Urban Herman? We're doing Urban, Urban Herman. Herman. And okay. I, I was watching I Know What You Did last summer, and it always just makes me think for some reason of that scene of, scre- of Scary Movie 1 where he's screaming in the locker room, hey, man, a needle dick's a disability man, right before he dies. <laughs> Speaking of which, that guy is in Peacemaker, which I meant to talk about during uh, What You Watching. I'm all in. Oh. It's that John Cena show. It's hilarious. It's really funny. If John Cena doesn't do it for me, will that be a big hindrance? It doesn't matter because once again, he plays like a douchey, unlikable character. So the fact it, he plays into it, so it works. And the, the, no, because there's other comedians and all the other cast like elevated. The writing's good. I guess in all honesty, though, John Cena is the second best wrestler turned actor of all times. And right? he's, I'm I mean, again, again, you should watch. Um, I'm not gonna Suicide Squad. It's it's funny. <laughs> I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna watch all those. It's too many. Oh. We didn't talk about this on What You Watching, but I feel like it needs to be brought up. Hmm. Did you guys watch the Oscars? Oh, I mean, I've seen the clips now. I watched it live. You watched that live? Yeah, yeah. And then we had to you watch, watch it on the, Australian the TV Rock. in the moment. Mm-hmm. I was as what, confused like, as everybody. You... Well, it just seemed like a joke, and then it was real, and then you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, Will Smith went crazy. Oh, shit, they gave him an Oscar. Oh shit, he's talking! <laughs> oh shit, like it just, just you know, it kept happening. I mean, I mostly what caught it through the put, family put, chat, but uh, I mean, Will Smith. I just feel it been, has to be mentioned. He's been getting weird and unlikable kind of for years, and I think the whole world Scientology getting, man is that true? So, I wasn't sure if it was or not. Well, he's. I think Isn't he's a Scientologist. She? There, they are. But I've heard that it's like uh, similar to like. Um, oh, we got a Tom, Cru- Tom Cruise is jumping on the couch. Like, I, I, I guess it gets to you. I say the pressure got to dad, but what pressure? But it turns out it's just being famous for this long in Scientology. I don't fucking know. That'll do. What it. are we going to say that other people haven't already said? I don't care. I just no, don't. Uh, care. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just want, I feel like we had to at least mention it. It's something that's going on. Did you Take learn the, the day after or live? Day after. 
I I missed it. I really actually wanted to watch it, and I just forgot about it. Yeah, for whatever yeah. reason, forgot, and then it's all that was all, all over Twitter. So The one thing I will well, say that was sad, but that I wanted to do this year, is all the movies were so streamable and available everywhere for once that I could have actually like just marathoned it without it being much of a hassle, but I just didn't do it still. They only give um, you a week, though, really, of having everything up there before the Oscars. This is this is at least like Oscar movie I've seen in a while. But just just one more thing, like it w- is he done or is he gonna come back someday? Will Smith. Well, have, did the did, did, did they release yet what his punishment was gonna be? Because they did say they might take it from him at one point. But are we past that? Um, the funniest thing I heard was I think Jimmy Kimmel said that he should have to do a roast with uh, Chris Rock as the host of the roast. That That'd seems fair. Funny. That seems That'd fair. That'd be fun. Uh, the I, hostess with the roastest. Should we do that for the podcast? Should we just go down a Will Smith rabbit hole of movies? What about our favorites? Hancock. No, no, like just keep doing Will Smith movies for the podcast. Oh, for cult classic. Yeah. Uh, That's actually no. just like, well, it's, I mean, like, we could just okay. do. Name the ones we would want to do, actually, real quick. Controversial, uh, can kind of can't do that one as much. Yeah. Uh, Which Matt, one? Legend of Vagra Bands. I mean, people don't like that. Oh, yeah. Obviously. That one we'd want to do. Unfortunately, it's a magical black character movie. But that one I would want to do. Men in Black 1 and 2 and That's 3. It. Actually, no. Men in Black 3 was We did enjoyable. Independence Day. We already did Independence, Independence Day. That's Day. the biggest one. Great. I Am um, Legend. We should have done I Am Legend probably during a lockout or yeah. quarantine or whatever. Yeah, that one's Those fine. Are, um I never, everyone loves it, Seven though. Pounds, but I, Hitchcock isn't good, but it's not bad. Hancock. Hancock. Whatever. Hancock. Actually, he's also I in like a movie. Seven Pounds. I believe he's also in a movie called Hitch or Hitchcock. Hitched. Yeah. Which, okay. okay. Oh, we, okay. I, I would, we would With do Eva Mendes, which is a bad movie, but something I, for he some reason, like on DVD. Um, I'm trying to, th- Wild Wild West, bad. Um, no, Wild Wild West, we wouldn't do so we'd really only do really? about five. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's got to be someone else, and they were missing, right? No, because he chased Oscars for so long. Yeah, I mean, with the pursuit of happiness, kind of in your face. Oh, uh, Probably King wouldn't Richard. do Ali. Oh, yeah, Not Ali. Henderson. That's the one you almost kind of like, you know? King almost. Richard, Aladdin, oh, Suicide yeah, Squad. Aladdin. Suicide, yeah, bad. Focus. The new one, again, the new one's good. Wait, what's Focus? I robot. Focus is him and... Oh, iRobot's uh, fine. I oh like yeah, bad we, boys that too. Could do. Oh, the Bad Boy series, we could do that. That's just fun, stupid action. Yeah. Margot Robbie and him are like uh, heisty people. They are con men. Oh, con I could, people. I could maybe get into that. Mark, give it's me more. Of, what else? It's we kind got? of a boring movie. We're finding some that we could throw in there. I Robot. Yeah, that's that's that one's good. Karate Kid. Past. He's in that. Nah, I probably just produced it. Uh, it's a son. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Anyway, we're not condoning what he did. Uh, it was disgusting, and we're not going to do any of it. And I'm not actually even condoning him anymore. He's. I'm just kind of. I'm done. I'm done with him. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm pretty over him. I'm like Jesus Christ. Like that's so out of touch. If I was to pick a team and a side, I'd be Team Rock. Everybody's Team Rock. Who's not Team Rock? You know what annoyed me Jada? is when people are like eh, and Will, I guess <laughs> his son. And I'll say I'll say Will in there. His son that posted. That's what we do on Twitter immediately after. Yeah, I guess they're not. I mean, I haven't heard Chris Rock's just response to the. It was a GI Jane joke. (laughs) GI (laughs) Jane—that's all he could say. He had nothing planned. Like, I I I feel like a celebrity guy. There is already some that conspiracy, but theorizing going of what could he Chris Rock have said? Because under his breath, he mutters, "Oh man, I could just, I could." And people are like, "What could? What could he have said? What did he know something about Will Smith?" 
Probably, right? They're both famous. I feel like a celebrity oh. gossip podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is what we're doing. This is what we do what now. Doing. Hey, Mark, you That's started it. You did it. Yeah, I did. I did. I brought it up. Let's go on. Something new. I've got a question for you guys. Sure. Go ahead. When eating a pan of brownies. Uh, magical or regular? Well, either or. Either or. Sure. Either or. Either or. Corner or uh, center? Do you corners. Gra- corners. Do you gravitate towards corners or centers? Corners. I like brownies enough that I'm not too picky, but everyone likes that chewy crunch for sure. I mean, why not? Really, everyone what you need likes to do the chewy crunch. You got to, Mark. You got to update to the future. You got to get one of those pans that's nothing but corners. Yeah, I've seen that. So that's where this came came about. It's like you got one. Someone's like, "Oh, that's blast." No, I just saw it on Twitter. No, someone. No, I don't. No, I don't. I do want one though. I'm a corner guy. Yeah, of course you are. It's chewy. It's great. Oh, Mark Jordan's showing us the nothing but corners pan right now. I'm surprised you don't do own one of those, Cameron. No, I, th- I, I think that'd I, be awesome. I, I think I do. I own a donut pan for sure. Uh, I got a real good question, though. I've turned into this. If I'm having a brownie or a dessert at home, I need a glass of milk. Uh, especially now that I'm not lactose intolerant, I'm dipping in. Oh, funny enough, we mentioned a few podcasts ago to go to Oberweiss. You give a mouse a cookie. I got so close to going to Oberweiss like a, a week ago. Nicole yeah. and I, we went to Dairy Queen. We had blizzards. No, what? I can't even remember. But for some reason, we had like smoothies and blizzards in the car already. And she's like, "Oh, Oberweiss is there. Should we, should we get ice cream and like milk?" Wait, and, like, you doubled down on ice cream? Yeah, we did. It was a great day, Jordan. I'm like, which one was better? Probably Oberweiss, right? No, I've been going hard on. Oh, oh no, sorry, I'm sorry. It was Culver's. We were getting Culver's. We already had smoothies, Custard, not we, ice cream. But we were getting, we were, getting, we were getting the mixers. We were getting the mixers. So I had a Culver's mixer because you can replace that for free instead of concrete your drink. mixer. It's not, yeah, a, it's yeah, not yeah. an upgrade to get rid of your drink and have a concrete mixer if you guys want to, if you want to know that. And it's not a wait, small wait, size. Wait, 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 wait. You're just saying that you can buy a drink and then come back and be like, can you make a mixer? No, 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 no. I'm saying no, if you get a meal. No, Jordan, why would that be? No, no. Listen to what I'm saying, okay. guys. Everyone, <laughs> everyone <laughs> shut up and listen, okay? I'm saying, That's what I was trying to ask. I'm saying if you I get just a, wanted to know. I'm saying if you get a basket meal at Culver's, <laughs> it isn't an upcharge to replace your drink with a concrete mixer. And oh, it, I and see And it's not like saying. a serving size. It's like a small drink concrete mixer. It's great. Hear me out, though. Gotcha. I, I want a little more of a thirst quencher when I'm eating like a burger yeah, and fry. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I do too. That's why I have pop at home uh, because there's just a bunch. So I've actually <laughs> just been I've just been getting free concrete mixers, baby. It's great. Um, so, do you I, guys? To you guys, though, what are some of your favorite Blizzard mixers? What are some of the ingredients you like to throw? Love in? it. What are Snickers? Love it, love it. I always oh Snickers. You can't go wrong with 100%. that. Sometimes it gets too hard though with the nuts, and I get a little ho- scared of like just uh, tooth tooth shattering. Everything gets pretty hard, but uh, Snickers is why I'm at. Oddly enough, though, the Dairy Queen um, doesn't do Snickers anymore. You got rid of crazy. So, can't, why? I, I, I don't I will, know. Yeah, why don't they? That's a classic. I don't know. I went in there like uh, like a handful of years ago. Uh, Megan's dad will put for every local contest at KMCH. My name gets put in from uh, our Megan's local radio dad. station, KMCH. Our local radio station. Growing up at home, and I won a free Blizzard on my birthday. Nice. And I redeemed it over Christmas, and I'm like, oh, let's get a Blizzard. Uh, I'll have a Snickers. Like, oh, we, uh, Dairy Queen doesn't have Snickers anymore. I'm like, oh, bummer. So that's how I learned it. Uh, I'll tell you. Good so story. Are, Good story. Great story. <laughs> I'm big on Reese's. Oh, shit, I got out. I'm big on Reese's, and I know Mark is too. But question to you: Would you rather Reese's have, pieces? Would you rather have Reese's pieces in your ice cream or little bits of broken up Reese's? I'm gonna tell you why pieces is not the way to go, and it's it's the M M&M, and M. It's the reason why you can't get M M&M and M's in a blizzard. And if you get M M&M and M's in a blizzard, you're a fucking weirdo. They're frozen. Too cold. It's because too cold. they're too. They get way too cold. It's like chewing on little pebbles. 100. percent I agree with chewing you. Chewing on little rocks. You need those little pieces, which was also my fear of the snake. Snickers, though, of the nut 
thing. Having so we've right, knocked out the two big categories. Heath, Heath what, does that. what do you guys do then? Well, well, one, like I, Oreos? Do, I do do Reese's. If they, I do pieces if they're there, but I prefer the chunks. But I'll tell you what I've been going to, which is great. Little pieces of Heath. Those broken pieces of Heath are great like in there. Uh, I've been doing Heath and caramel, or I've been doing <laughs> brownie and caramel, which is my new thing. I've just been having like fudge sundae kind of vibes, and they're great. Sometimes Heath falls under that, gets a little too it does too hard. So, it needs to be real shattered and powdery. It needs to be small pieces, you know. Even yeah. if I'm at anywhere, my ice cream, I'm doing a um, turtle sundae okay. over any mixer or anything. Turtle sundae, keep it classic. Like four ingredients, boom, hot fudge. Can he, Cameron, can he do that? You can. That's do what it. I would do. Of course, you can do that. No one can goes. No one goes like the gummy bear sweet candy route, which I oh, appreciate. Oh hell no! You can't do those. No. Any gummy thing in ice cream, same problem. A lot of these candies just get too hard. You can't do it. So if we go to do it your own, like a froyo type place, mm-hmm. I think that the biggest mistake is that people put too many ingredients. You got to keep it to two or less. Two or three to make it like an actual good cohesive mix. I'd say two ingredients and one sauce. So there's your three. I'd agree with that. I usually try to stick it to two, and it usually is just some sort of like chocolate caramel thing that makes sense together. You know, I because you think if I it's hard to mix the sweets together. Sometimes getting the fruits and making that mix with other things yeah. it can get tricky. Sorry, Mark. Do you think oh, if I, th- I brought I thought- a full, a, like a Butterfinger into like Dairy Queen, like they would blend that up for me in, in a Blizzard? Yeah, I mean, it depends how weird you make them feel. If you really want, they don't want any trouble like during their shifts. It's like, yeah, we'll just no problem, sir. Yeah, we're definitely gonna blend that up for you. Plus, people just no problems. People aren't gonna ask questions too. If you just say like, "Hey, I have a food allergy. I need this Butterfinger in there." Like, okay, that seems like weird, but okay, maybe pre-COVID. I mean, if I was working and I got weird vibes from someone, like, yeah, I'll blend it up, just like. Be cool. Please, no proud. No, I don't want to I worked, cool. I worked at Pizza Hut, and I didn't know it was a thing that people brought in gluten-free dough. But the first time it happened, I was working in the back, no. and I just did it. And I was like, people, yeah, people do it all the time, especially big chains like that. It's totally normal if you have a gluten deficiency or anything like that, that people just bring in their own some of their own ingredients. Or like people would bring in cheese, but like, can you make it with this kind of vibe? It happens. You should. Do they I, tell you how to cook it? Like, do they just kind no, of no. It's wing just it? no. It's just like I mean, you still do your same Pizza Hut process. People would just bring in their own gluten free dough. What I love about that is I'd be like, you can bring in as many ingredients as you want, but if you let us go back there and put it on in oil and toppings, it doesn't matter what you hand us. You're gonna get fucking sick. Well, true, but <laughs> like you've got no chance, no business. But they won't get intolerant sick. They'll just get good old grease diarrhea, Jordan. Just like everybody else. It's a yeah, level playing. I just want to be normal. And I'll So two things about me working at Pizza Hut that I just actually kind of remembered. One, we were thinking about entry-level jobs and just trying to push how long you could not know things. That was my first job ever. And I just refused to learn a couple things. One, I never made a pasta at Pizza Hut. I was a cook in the back. I only ever made a pizza. And from what I understand, the pastas were easy. But it was just one of those things that I was like, if I learn how to make it, I'm going to have to learn how to make. I'm going to have to start doing every single one that comes in. And for a month straight, I rocked. I'm new. I don't know how to make the pastas yet. And it was always busy dinner rush that no one wanted to teach me. And I finally quit before I actually ever had to learn how to make a pasta at Pizza Hut. And I pride myself at that. I mean, I guess if if that's prideful, I've never learned any job I've ever had. Well, as far as just like that entry level, trying not to learn things vibe at new jobs. Cameron, I don't know if this is still true, but in 2013, there was a stat that came out that said Pizza Hut was the biggest buyer of kale in the U.S. 
For what? And it's because they they dress their salad bars. With, <laughs> it's, it's not, not edible in, kale. No, it's not. In, <laughs> like nobody it's eats not it. Not in the salads. It's like it's what the salad sits on is like a bed of kale. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so, um, I'm can't. Yeah, we still have the buffet at the Pizza Hut when I when I work there. Our Pizza Hut. If you're a kale slowly, farmer, they're like, do you still have the Pizza Hut account? It's like, no, we lost it. <laughs> oh God, damn it. They moved on to baby spinach. Uh, Mark, just to give you a little uh, vibe of what kind of Pizza Hut this was, uh, when I worked there, we got a rating from the the corporate person going in, and I believe we were rated almost in every category the bottom Pizza Hut in the state. And there's gas station That's pizza huts. a lot. Yeah. On like I remember customer service, cleanliness, just like time of order, like everything. It was like pretty low. I remember eating at that Pizza Hut like when there was like a smoking sec- section, and it was just. I smoked oh, yeah. in that. I remember smoking in that section as a <laughs> underage teenager. Yeah, can't believe that they got poor. I, you know what always I was pissed me off there at about the time, and they knew I was sixteen, but they you know it was you know, small yeah, town shit. You know, you know, always pissed me off about uh, working at restaurants. Or one of the many aspects is uh, I hated the people who smoke got a break. They're like they're they get to smoke. It's their Right, I guess they treat it's it by, like I'm right. like you. And I smoke like, heavily I don't know, at the time, like, so yeah. I mean, being a server though, yeah, Jordan, you needed it. Having your 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 name is a server. You're serving people. It's so demeaning. No, I know, but there's no equivalent for the non-smoker. That's yeah, it is. It's called waiting outside in the cold and rain, but not enjoying it at all. You can take the. You can still take the break. Not in the same way. It's not like a get out of jail free card that smoking a cigarette is. I, I I agree with you. It is bullshit. But you just have to go out there and hang out with the smokers at the same time. It's just what you have to do. You have to time it up. With okay, that. I guess what I'm saying is like when a rush happens, a smoker can take a break. <laughs> you could do. I I have work. I did <laughs> like work during at a, a busy time. I did work at a restaurant. It was off putting where one of the chefs. We had like a picnic table back there, and he would just silently for like 10, 15 minutes just sit by himself and stare, then go back inside. So yeah, he needed that. He really yeah, needed you that. You could do that. Hey, that guy gets a butterfinger blizzard made. When he brings in his own butterfingers, uh, I forget the guy's name now. That's crazy say it. behind the eyes. Uh, that's crazy behind the eyes. There was actually because this guy was a person who was on a permanent acid trip, so there were some other odd behaviors. Oh, like Sunday mornings, we always had to like blare gospel music, and he would work in the kitchen with the lights off. So <laughs> <laughs> that was your typical Sunday working at Cedar Lodge. It was it was a it was a fun time though, for it being um, a shitty waiting job. Best job in yeah we've gone down this rabbit hole. Oh, we've um, said this, it many times. This is this is gonna transition to me to a um, thought I had last urban hermit that I didn't get. Uh-huh. What do you think? The older I get, like a commune or a cult situation for me <laughs> isn't the worst idea. Uh, like you... I don't want to be a leader, just to roll, just no responsibilities. Unfortunately, I'm I'm gonna have a kid now, so that would be mean to the kid. I think you're wrong um, about. Because they think there is a being li- mean to the kid. Well, well, that's no. A, I think that'd be rude. No, that's a given. I mean, about you liking it. Because I think what you're failing to see is like in all these communes and shit. There's, I mean, you're forced. It's forced labor, not forced labor necessarily, but like you're gonna be forced to do shit you don't want to. It's not like you're just chilling. Like you're gonna have to like <sighs> help with menial tasks and stuff. I think you're going to hate it. Yeah, but maybe I could get a managerial. What you're looking for, um, Jordan, is a cult leader. You're looking for someone who's maybe just. Oh, no, no. Heavy, heavy lies a crown. Heavy, heavy weighs a crown. I don't want all that responsibility. Jordan, just at the end, but that's actually pretty light. You just have to be like, well, we're done. You're seeing something. (laughs) You're not seeing the exit guys here. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, I want to be like a high level manipulative, like middle management guy. 
has a little responsibility. Some of the perks. Some of the perks. Those people usually end up taking a lot of blame if they survive. I mean. Oh, there's no survivors, Cameron. Yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm saying. Why not just be at the top? Mark, you've been pretty quiet. What do you think? You pro or against Colts? Jordan, you're okay. Here's let me. Sorry, here's where you're wrong again. Because like it's like that. No, Cameron. Let me. It's, let me. It's, let me. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's like that Stalin movie. Mid-level manager. You're just worried about me being a conniving bitch and like stabbing you in the back. You know what I mean? Like it's vicious in that area in the mid-level management. I'm saying so mid-level. I don't see. I don't want to see the leader. I don't want to be like part of the brass. But like a guy, you just you know. Sounds like Cameron's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mark, sorry, Mark. You your think? thoughts on Colts? No, not pro cult, pro occult. I mean, we we are officially part of possum, opossum, coat occult. Occult is like uh, evil witchcraft. I learned that from the Simpsons. Oh, you're from the Midwest, yeah, and, and it's into just, it. Oh, it's a cult. <laughs> I'm 100 percent into it. Into it lately. Lately, you're a Wiccan. Is that what you call yourselves nowadays? A Wiccan. Uh, yeah, that just means your witchcraft hasn't produced anything yet to me. Um, Jordan, <laughs> actually, question to you. Why not try? You've been to Israel a few times. I feel like you would be wanting to soft try kibbutz, uh, the communes where they all just work and live together. Like, that's that's just the that's that's a cult without, like, you know, the perks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you mean the perks? Usually it's like if you're not the leader, I usually think it's not fun. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Um, it seems like a kibbutz is just like literally a, a communal workplace. Yeah, which is which is stu- essentially a cult. without the kookiness of a cult. <laughs> and I'm not saying like I'm pro like sexually assaulting women or anything like that. Whatever cults do, I'm just saying you know like shenanigans. Jordan, I think you should just drop acid on a kibbutz. Is what I'm saying. I think it's just around. a safer option. Safer, yeah. But kibbutz are gonna be like, I, did you do your job? Jordan, here's and the problem. Cult, I, could, like, I feel that like there's too, more but then they're going to put you in the boo box. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's the worst <laughs> Not outcome. The boo box. That's a pretty sweet boo box reference. Like, have you been planning that? Was that just off the top of the head? <laughs> yeah, off the top Not of the head. Not the boo box. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not pro cults. I guess I'm just saying, as I'm getting older... I've run out of answers. And I got nothing but questions. Well, it's a good this thing you don't I'm have to give from. a kid a bunch pretty soon. No, Megan will take care of it and nurture there's it. There's a fine like, line between those. To me. There's a fine line between those like white linen suits and like just white linen robes. <laughs> that you you move to like Nor- Ooh, like Norway. Now we're just, talking. Like, in midsummer. That is the one thing we're not thinking about. <laughs> Never seen Colts midsummer. Are usually, is that Colts are usually pretty pro leisure wear, so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> they are. They are track suits. And I like the idea of matching gear. Kind of. I don't know. Going out as a group. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, turns yeah, yeah. in like we're all getting into the cult for different reasons. And Cameron is the swag. Cameron's like a Cameron recruiting. wants the black Nikes and the Kool-Aid. Yeah. So this is actually kind of funny. We all fell into this cult behavior with wardrobe once. When, when I was in high school, randomly, like our, we called them our cool shoes. But what it was is like 10 of our friends. <laughs> well, went they're to, called dancing oh, shoes. Our dancing shoes. I'm sorry. 10 of our friends just like went, were hanging out, went to Walmart during high school and ended up buying all the same pair of like old people, like arthritis, Velcro. like Velcro comfy shoes that were super. Were they really comfy though? Oh, they were padded so like comfy. a cloud. But so everyone joked and called them our dancing shoes, but it became a thing in high school for a second where everyone was buying like the generic, like comfy old people shoes from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. And wearing them around. But it was actually dope because everyone was just super comfortable for like a month. Mm. I miss that. I think they had, they, they, they almost like, I think they raised the price after like a week because they're like, damn, there's like, <laughs> had to us. There's, 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 there's demand for this now. There's demand for these. All you guys did was uh, just ruin elderly yeah. people's shoes. But yeah. Can you believe these shoes cost $40 now? Damn, and I'm fuck? on a budget and these shoes are getting real expensive. <laughs> 
I'm on a the fixed New Balance, income. Like, I've been se- retired for 40 years. <laughs> the senior wear from New Balance, like the rep was like, oh my God, it's happening. We're finally on to something. It finally, we're finally on to something. <laughs> um, we, I did a similar thing in high school. We all bought work boots. I don't know why. Yeah, but that was kind of more of like an early 2000s Like Tim's? Yeah, it was like a Tim Blitz. Uh, I did them, and I called them my leisure boots because I'm like, I'm not going to do one ounce of work in here. And then I think uh, they just got hand-me-down to Dad, and he did a lot of work in them. Oh, shit. Do you want to hear something crazy? <laughs> uh, so I had to buy today on Amazon just like a bunch of dog things. Like we were buying like leashes and things. But we were looking at dog jackets for him just because it's been a little chilly. But there's a straight-up... Carhartt dog vest that costs like $50 that's like on brand with being as good as my jacket. So there's a moment I was like, yeah. does my dog deserve a Carhartt jacket? He didn't. I'm going to answer that. No. I mean, we, I mean, I'm not saying your dog doesn't, but just no dog. There are people who buy that shit though. You know what I mean? Like the, there's a reason why they're so. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just so funny that. to me that that tan Carhartt jacket comes for a dog. I don't deserve yeah. a Carhartt jacket because I'm not. A worker. We were, like, I was sticking away from like the ones that look like I take my dog on a run that were like too reflective and sporty looking oh. that would have been too windbreakery. Just going for a classic. My dog's cold. The best thing that came out of um um was that Christopher Nolan movie with Matthew McConaughey. I'm I'm blanking right now. Interstellar. The best thing that came from Interstellar is like, should I get a Carhartt jacket? And should I wear a Carhartt jacket? We still it's have good it. look. It's a great look. No, not for me though. Uh, I'm out of things for this week. Should we wrap it up or we're coming up on about an hour? Yeah, let's wrap it up this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Urban Hermit and checking out all the uh, podcasts on the Majestic Jam Network. Uh, if you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite app and recommend. We are a brand new podcast, so uh, we need more listeners out there and more people joining the conversation. Till then, we'll check you next time. 